Hey, what's up, y'all? So, welcome to the premiere episode of The Great Overthinker with your host, me, Jazamar. And I'm really, really, really excited because obviously this is the first episode and I also have a very special guest with me today, um, someone I love a lot. He is my partner, partner. His name is Clay. <laughs> What's up, Clay? What's up, Jazz? I love it, partner, partner. <laughs> I know. I mean, people are like, well, what do you mean by partner? I mean, partner, partner. Exactly. So, right. So, hey, boo. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. I'm glad to be here with you. Yeah. I'm excited. Happy podcasting. Happy first episode. Really proud of you. And I'm honored that you asked me to be a part of this journey. So, glad to be here. Yeah, and I'm nervous. <laughs> I know. I'm nervous too. <laughs> so before we get into who is Clay, um, we're going to spin the wheel of randomness. So with that, I mean, with the episode in general, there are going to be some new things I have to explain. So the wheel of randomness is basically a wheel that we spin. The guest will spin and has a bunch of random things on it. And we do whatever you know, whatever it says for us to do. Um, so are you ready to spin the wheel? Nope. <laughs> but I'm ready. Well, you got to do it anyway. All right. <laughs> so, go ahead. Uh-oh. I'm scared. Me too. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. I got Insta Save. Insta save. So Insta save is when you go to your Instagram and you go to the last post you save and you kind of just tell us a little bit about it. So you ready? Okay. All right. Let me go to my Instagram. Okay. (laughs) That's funny. So the last post I save is a dance. It's a dance video from the corner dirt. Conader, I think is how you pronounce it. It's a Conader challenge that I didn't even know existed, but um, really cool music video. And so this dancer that I follow, um, she's doing the dance with another person. So it's just really cool. I'm excited about it when I watch it. First of all, I love this dancer. Um, She's from Hawaii, but she just, she gives me everything I need. But she has a, a guy in here who's also giving me everything I need. And I love, let me just say this, she's not black, she's from Hawaii. Um, but obviously when people are dancing, especially when they go in the fuck off, it's, it usually comes from African tradition. So I love when she's dancing with black people, just I think it's important to honor that. So that's why I saved this particular video. Got you. What, what's the handle? So <clears throat> the dancer's name is Sienna Lalu. La Lao, no, Sienna La Lao, I think is how you pronounce it. So, um, she her name is spelled S I E N N A, and then it's dot L A L A U, and it's featuring Hooli Boy ninety four. Okay. Yeah. Do I know this person or no? I don't think so. I feel like I probably showed you a video once before. You fake. But I don't show. I don't show all the time. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> cool. 
So for me, um, so sometimes when I'm on Instagram, I like if I'm doing something else or I don't have the time to like go through all the scrolls or whatever, I'll save it so I can, you know, watch it later. So I didn't actually get a chance to watch what I saved. But basically, it's this page called Talk to Pops, P-O-P-S. And um, in it, the members of 112, the group, are watching videos of them singing like in the past, um, like in the 90s sometimes. Uh So it's just like their reaction to a performance they did before. So, um, yeah, I thought it was cool like to kind of see them reflect on you know their vocals or whatever that time was so i didn't get a chance to to watch it but i'm kind of excited that too is cool. um yeah i mean i think it's always cool when you are able to look back and i don't know reflect on whatever milestone or whatever moment i can imagine for a group like them or any group i guess like you're kind of consistently moving forward it's like okay the next thing and the next thing and i don't know how many times those you know, people who have been successful in the entertainment world, they go back and relive specific moments because this looks like like something on BET, like a smaller event or something like that. So they may have forgotten it, maybe not. So yeah, I got to go back and like, you know, listen to it. But yeah. That's cool. um, yeah. Yeah. That's I need this my last too. Wait a minute. Yeah, so I know. I see that you have, um, you have a freestyle one on the, on the wheel. And um, yeah, I feel like so. DMX passed recently. R.I.P. DMX. Mm-hmm. Kind of controversial. <laughs> Different things I've just been seeing. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. a soul loss. So I feel like we still need to be doing. We need to do like a a freestyle. A free like just a regular one. Yeah, just a regular one. We don't need no beat unless you, unless you want to give uh, us a beat. I have a beat. You have a beat. Let's go for it. What's the beat? <laughs> it's short though. It's 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 a beat that I can um, that I already have like queued up. Let me so. see. All right. If you feel it, say yeah. If you don't, all right. Say nay. Let's see. Let me see what I got. Let me see what I got. <clears throat> now listen, Jasmine. I only got one bar. I'm gonna shoot for the moon and land among the stars. Jazz and Mars, Uranus and Pluto. I don't know where I'm going, but I know it's going to be with you, though. Kudos. You started your podcast. You staying steadfast. Never deceiving. Only achieving. Now let that thought linger. It's great overthinker. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you wow. to know, I can't prepare for you. I had no clue. I know. I, I know. literally had no clue. I know. It's your go. You you the freestyle champ. So I had to. Just I am a, not. <laughs> you, oh my gosh! You, no. Every time I we can't. play around, okay. you be coming up with the good stuff. I do. All I right, do. Just but give I'm us like a little. I'll be doing like the vocal. All right. Um, okay. Let me see. Let me see. Oh my gosh! I can't believe you did that. That was good. <laughs> that was so good. Okay. <laughs> All right. My turn. Hold on. Let's see. Hmm. You have to go. You have to start like, uh, uh-huh. yeah, uh, uh, yeah, uh. Here we are on the first episode. I'm with Clay. You know how it goes. Now I'm really, really excited. I'm offbeat, but it's all right. So now here the flow. Here now I'm about to go. I'm with my boo. I'm with myself. We gonna do this. What? What? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> skills. Oh my god. Bars. Yo. Skills. No skills, but you know, Bars. it's it's gonna get there. It's gonna get there. I love Yo. it. I love it. <laughs> Yo, I wasn't expecting you to do bars, you know, on the first episode. I know, I know. I, listen, I couldn't. Here we I, go. I, I had to be ready for you because you be coming up with anything. I do. Do you do rehearsal and stuff? I had a little rehearsal, me and Nini. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny. Oh man. So, no, let's move on to um, our next section. Just learning more about you. So, like, who is Clay? is clay so clay is a new yorker originally born and raised mostly in brooklyn um moved to jersey for a bit and then to california um i am an english professor and a musician I actually went to undergrad for, for music and went to grad school for English. Um, what else? And just trying to figure things out, sitting with myself. And mm-hmm. and I enjoy um, playing tennis. I play tennis a lot, as you already know. Um, and that's it. Yeah, that's me. Cool. Nice. Short and sweet. <laughs> you got to be super long and deep. but. Um... Like, how's your week been in general, though? Um, this week has been cool. I've been uh, really chilling. <clears throat> so this coming week is spring break. So I've been mm-hmm. just preparing a lot this week, making sure everything is all right with my students and and clearing the calendar, and clearing all my, my to-do lists and all that stuff. But it's been a really nice week of... Um, preparing for for a week of no work which i always enjoy it's been nice how's your week been it's been good i think um yeah i feel like it's been really productive i mean here in la the weather has been really nice so that helps you know i feel like i've been able to get out enjoy the sun a little bit Uh, i took a little drive yesterday randomly just to you know drive around i don't really do that that much and i don't like driving but um it just felt like that kind of day so i feel like this week has been pretty um pretty productive i mean obviously obviously with the the passing of um you know dmx and stuff like that that those things are never um you know a high time it's pretty sad and i think those things cause you to really think about you know, just the legacy maybe you want to leave for yourself or the legacy that, that he had and, you know, um, people who really, really followed him like that, just like them sharing their experiences and things like that. So mm-hmm. he is definitely like a, a, a icon, you know, a, a moment for sure. So, you yeah. know, it, it's, it's sad, but, you know, it makes you grateful for life and, you know, that we were able to, you know, come together, you know, so... Yeah. You know, I, I guess kinda, ups and downs, but yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of want to talk about that a little bit today if we get a moment. I think I think we might, but I don't want to really talk about it now. But I have some, some thoughts that I want to share and see what you think. Okay. Well, yeah. you got to bring it back up because, right. you know, I'll be forgetting. But, I will. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're on the freestyle, but, um, <laughs> you know, uh, obviously, right? Um, 
so, you know, with the show being called The Great Overthinker, our, um, we have a section called The Overthought. And that's basically, you know, we dissect a specific topic and kind of talk about it from the perspective of overthinking or if you don't overthink it or something that's on your mind a lot or whatever, you know, whatever perspective you want to share. So um, before I get started, do you consider yourself an overthinker or not? No. No, not that's an overthinker. <laughs> I already know that. <laughs> I, I know you do. I know you do. I mean, because there's a difference too. I think sometimes people may exist in thought a lot, but mm-hmm. not be an overthinker. So, like, you can even be you can be very philosophical about life and still not overthink it. So, I think that I I'm thoughtful, but I don't think that I overthink. Maybe sometimes to my detriment. I don't know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I was thinking to just like when when I talk about overthinking and specifically as it relates to the show, um, I don't want people to think that it's always like, you know, you're overthinking this decision and you have to make a decision. And, you know, I, I, I think overthinking has a, a bunch of different looks, I guess. So I do think, you know, being philosoph- philosophical um it's it's not overthinking to me but it's definitely you know you're thinking about something a little bit deeper than just maybe surface level yeah some may call it overthinking it's not really overthinking but um you know those are things i definitely am interested in in talking about on the show and uh you know sometimes you overthink as practice so some people are so used to overthinking that it becomes second nature to them so they're Mm -hmm. It may not feel like they're overthinking, but they probably have done something in the past to help them, you know, make overthinking like a way of life. Yeah. So it's like easy for them, but, you know, yeah. so, you know, over the course of the episodes, I just want to explore like the different ways we think in general and overthinking is obviously going to be like one of the, the main things. Cause I definitely like, I'm an overthinker. Um, I don't think I realized that. Um, until last year and you know I I had the opportunity to sit with myself also I had therapy and you know in therapy you're able to like talk things out and you're like oh man like I guess this decision or this whatever it is I don't have to really think as about it as much as I do but I do and I don't know why so um Yeah, last year was a very transformational year in me understanding a little bit more about myself and my overthinking. And, you know, I realized that, you know, in trying to figure out the podcast and what topic I'm going to talk about and things like that, it's like, I think a lot of people are overthinkers and it's, you know, preventing us from just really stepping out and doing the things that we want to do. So, you know, I kind of mentioned that a little bit in the trailer, but I just know in these conversations that it's going to help me, you know, and me just talking about things is going to help other people who can relate and also maybe just get conversations started around certain topics, you know? So, yeah. yeah um, that makes it's also cool. Like to, to be, to be with someone who isn't an overthinker. Cause like, what if we both were overthinkers? I'm like, Oh my gosh, we would never get anything done. Oh <laughs> so yeah. It's been cool to, you know, bounce my well, ideas. Although, of you. let me yeah. stop you there because what? I don't, because you kind of just painted the picture like because you overthink, 
that you don't you don't get anything done. And so I just want to say That's that true. you you overthink, yeah. but you also do a lot. So you you are finding your balance in that for sure. If anything, you do more than me. <laughs> so but, yeah, I guess I guess, but yeah. So yeah, this is a safe space, no judgment. Um, gotta throw that out there. You're not but, gonna judge me. Yeah, uh, maybe a little bit, like ten percent. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not a judgmental person. Um, so let's get into the overthought. So, you know, we we're kind of talking about things that we want to talk about today. And we we're talking about the media in general and its effects or um, influence on overthinking. Correct? Correct. What were your initial you know, thoughts around it? So... If we journey back to, you know, our growing up days when we sit in our own thoughts, we may have conversations with our family, our friends, and and we have whatever those collective thoughts are, then they a lot of times influence our thoughts or they don't. But today, I feel like it's so difficult to really just sit in your own thoughts. So it's one thing to be like, all right, well, I think a lot just because I normally think a lot. But then on top of our own thoughts, we have the thoughts of other people (laughs) that we're consistently scrolling through or listening to on the news, reading about, which I think has an interesting impact on the way we think and could contribute to overthinking in a way that, you know, can sometimes be helpful and sometimes not be useful. So that's kind of what I was thinking about and and so let me get this is a perfect example to lead us in with dmx so dmx passed people had whatever initial feelings reactions um they had now to be honest for me because i i never followed dmx or his music um so i didn't have any other reaction except before he passed i was really just praying for his peace his family's peace. He passed and I sort of just offered a prayer up, but not like an, I didn't have a particular attachment to it. I know a lot of people do. So I looked through Instagram, somebody, apparently I didn't see this original post, but they posted a nice post about DMX passing. Then somebody informed her that, or informed them that, um, that DMX has a history of sexual abuse or was, was, um, charged or accused of something like that. And so this person took their post down and then put up a new post about the fact that they had the initial reaction they had, but also they don't want to uplift any person who's been, who abuses women or has, or is an abuser. And so they put that post up and there's a lot of people liking it. But I thought, what a roller coaster of emotions and thoughts this person had to go through to have the their initial feelings about it and then to have to consider what everybody else was thinking and now honor that too, which is a whole other level of of overthinking. And I just wonder, you know, on one hand, it's like, all right, well, that's cool because you're taking everything into account. On the other hand, it's like, when do we get to sit in our own authentic feelings and thoughts about something and then move from that place? Yeah, I think in those cases, though, oh, not though, but in those cases, and even to 
a degree with the podcast and just having a public opinion of any sort, because the person um, I'm sure is, you know, has a lot of followers and things like that. Like when you say something on social media, it almost, it seems so final. So when people have a brand, which I think this person most likely does, you know, if anything goes against that brand, it's like you have to defend it, you know? So when it comes to overthinking, I think you have to figure out, well, what is the brand? And does it allow you to be someone who could just put a post up and people understand, like, you know, it doesn't really mean anything? Or you put a post up and it becomes like, well, that's not part of your brand. So you have to change everything. And I think that's really difficult for some people. So they don't do anything sometimes, you know, even though they may feel like or feel compelled to to say something or even to feel something. Because, you know, just because she reposted it doesn't mean that she doesn't feel sad for the passing of, of someone, you know. But the way that that sounds, it, it seems like you have to go back on everything that you said in order to you know, match your brand, which isn't a bad thing. Like what, what the, the reasons that she took it down, I get that. But, you know, I think it's also a possibility to, oh, I know <laughs> we feel different things, but the media makes it so like segmented that there is no way for you to, you know, have multiple things you're thinking about and that you can represent without them like contradicting each other. Yes. And that's, I think what a lot of the overthinking comes from for even our, our own lives, you know? So yeah. Yeah. That's and interesting. The space for, for multiple things to be true. And, and that's yeah. what I think media doesn't allow typically. So we get, we get very single minded, arguments and ideas and we're getting them from all over the place think about you know how many times we may have read something and you have a thought and then you read something else and you're like oh shit the, no <laughs> now mm-hmm. i agree with this other thing and you do that enough times and you realize all the things must be true or another another example is like you're, in, you're caught in the middle of an argument between two friends you hear one friend's side and you com- you completely agree with them and then you hear the other friend and you're like wait a minute and so I think that happens mm-hmm. consistently in the media enough enough so that it can be draining, you know. So you can't even sit sit with yourself and gather an authentic feeling and thought. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you think of social media the same as you do like regular media, like uh, news and you know these institutions? Because social media is like a collection of, you know, individual thoughts, but the media is like this, I don't know, this other thing. Do you think they are the same or, or mm. like, what are your thoughts on that? I never really thought about it. So bear with me as I think it mm. through now, but I, I feel like at face value, they seem to be very different because the media, let's say it's a, um, CNN or you know some other news source they typically have an overall agenda which isn't just bringing the news but social media has turned into that too so you know something that is it seems like okay it's just people's organic thoughts and feelings it's not it's 
is really recycle thoughts and feelings because the moment somebody has to <laughs> resend a post, and by resend, I don't mean the R-E-S-E-N-D, -E mm -hmm. the other version, they have to resend a post, that means that their thinking was recycled through other thinking. And and we're all we're all entitled to do that. We can all say, oh, I was wrong there. I didn't consider this for sure. But by the time we all have to do that, then when I'm reading, it's like when I'm reading a post on, on IG, I'm reading quotes from other people. You know, some somebody posted something, but they're posting a quote that somebody else said or something that inspired them. So it's all like just a cycle of of influences. And I feel like while we can get maybe we can get more of a general understanding of what's happening. So, for example, if if there's some riot, let's say, going on in the streets on social media, I might be able to get different sides of what's happening rather if, if I do it from a news site, then maybe not. But I feel like the impact is still the same. And and in fact, I think social media um will has a greater impact on us emotionally um emotionally psychologically so you know even two, 2000 what's the year we just had 2020 that was a crazy year we still in a crazy year so much loss but the loss was compounded by the fact that everybody was losing people so every time you go on social media there's another person losing and another and so we're impacted on a greater amount greater scale because we're taking in so much so i think that while they, they seem to be different and social media has um, maybe a more fair voice the impact of it may be maybe even greater i think on our on our spirits yeah i mean i asked that question because you know, at first I was like, oh, we could just talk about like it from a social media perspective. And then I thought about the media perspective. And then the, um, I don't know, when I think of the media, I definitely think of like, there's this other agenda, things like that. They want us to think a certain way, but also how that is really bleeding into social media, which I think originally was intended to just be like, this is our lives and we just want to share. And it, it's become so commercial, you know, um, even how people are, are talking on them. And, you know, this, uh, I always joke, but like, you know, got to get content, got to get content. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, just, you know, your life is your content, I guess. But if it's not interesting enough, um, will it, it, it kind of ties to your value. For some reason and that's i think where the overthinking comes so even with things that pushes us to be maybe more out there as far as our opinion is our opinion and we are representing it to the world or sharing it with the world it just causes you to really second guess all those things because you're thinking well if this thing isn't good enough or i don't have enough likes or enough people don't follow me that means it's not good which means that it's not valued and it's my thing. So that means I'm not valued, you know, and mm -hmm. there's this, this train of thought that comes along with it. So then you're just like, well, I'm just not going to do it at all. And, you know, unfortunately, I think a lot of people kind of shortchange themselves as far as their dreams, especially if it's something that just requires them to be more 
public in some type of way. So, yeah, I think it all works together. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it's difficult to to not be capitalistic on a platform that was based in capitalism. So, you know, at Mm -hmm. some point, you know, we would like I think we would like to share who we are, possibly connect with other people. But the platform itself is is now designed to make money, which means if we engage with the platform, maybe that's not our, our goal. But mm, I don't. How do you not? How do you not do that? So if if that is not your intention, if that's not your goal, then it's like you almost need to find an, a different platform. Except, what platform do you build your own? I to say, ain't nothing out there. <laughs> I, I know, I know. I, I've heard rumblings about you know creating different spaces, creating black specific, you know, Instagram or Facebook things like that. But it is. I think you you bring up a good point because it is it is tough when you. That is how we're told we thrive now. As an individual, we thrive based on how much we're able to sell ourselves. And, you mm-hmm. know, I don't, I don't really care for that much. So luckily I don't, I don't find myself in the field where I have to do that too much. So I'm, I'm grateful, but for people who's, who have to do that consistently and, and sell themselves, then that leads into the overthinking too, just like you said, because, Oh, I have to post this thing. And what are people going to think about it? What are they going to say? Yeah. If I don't get enough likes, just like you said, what what does that mean about me? And it it leads to so many things that we didn't have to consider, or maybe we had to consider in different ways, um, you know, a generation ago. Yeah. Do you think that the intention of maybe the people who created this th- these different platforms, or even I don't know if you want to lump in social media and the media in general, but like, do you think? their intention is for us to overthink these things and maybe like fall in line or is it just money or is it like, what do you think the intention behind, I don't know, the, the, I guess the sharing the information or I'm trying to think, I'm trying to again, put social media and media together. So the product is a little different, but in general, what do you think the intentions were in sharing these things with people and making them think that this is, you know, the next thing or whatever? I think that's a really good question, first of all, because um, who knows? <laughs> it's like almost unanswerable, but then we have to look at the effects of it and see what, what has happened. I actually think that maybe the intention is for us to not overthink but for us to mm. to underthink so that we can be fed information and believe it. So wow. the challenge with that is some people will do just that. They'll go blindly, which is how you have someone, you know, one day say something on social media and the next day say something completely different because they're reading different things and it's changing their minds. Um, so the challenge is when you have a strong-minded person now it's going to lead them to really overthink because you might be feeding them information. They won't take it blindly, but now they have to mm-hmm. question 
what their own mind and their own heart is telling them to do. And that leads to the, to the overthinking. Same with, with news. I think if you, if you sit down and watch the news, you realize that they're trying to tell us that they're not being very objective, even though that's what they're supposed to be doing. But you can walk away from that having certain opinions on things. But then that's just one opinion and you can leave it alone. Again, the social media is like opinion after opinion after opinion after opinion. And I think that is the goal of it because ultimately they want us to, they want to sell us something. So. That's, that's great. Yeah. That's, hmm, I didn't think about that because I was thinking like, oh, they want us to overthink these things and like fall in line. But I guess in falling, falling in line, you're actually not really thinking too much about it. So, wow. I didn't really like think about that, but yeah. And that's a, think why I said earlier, like, I don't think overthinking is necessarily bad. It's about like navigating it. So it's more so like you said, okay, I don't know if I vibe with that thought. I'm supposed to, you know, and, it's, and I think it also depends on where you are in your life. Cause like, if you're younger um, or you're just not there yet, it doesn't even have to do with age per se, but you may question it to the point where you're like, I'm overthinking it, but okay, let me fall in line. But I think there's also this opportunity for you to really discover who you are in that process and whatever your decision is now becomes more true to who you are. So, you know, uh, I I can't really think of an example right now, but if someone or the news says, I don't know, whatever news thing they say, you're like, okay, I don't agree with that well, let me go look it up myself or let me, um, you know, I know someone who has more knowledge in this, you know, particular field. Let me talk to them about it. And, you know, you overthought the situation, but the outcome is excellent to me. It's like you're actually taking it upon yourself to find the information that you need um, to get a more accurate, you know, answer for whatever, you know, that thing is. And I think the same kind of goes for social media as well, where you may see, you know, for those who are looking at, you know, different body types and this is how you're supposed to look and all these other things to an overthinker, you can be like, there's two different routes. You can say, oh, well, I don't match that. And let me try to force my way to to be in this type of you know category as far as how I look. Or you could say, mm, I don't vibe with that or I don't have that that body type or face or whatever let me fully embrace me but now how do what what is my environment like in order for me to actually do that because now this thing is not really feeding my spirit i need to find something else so you know a smaller community or i I don't really know what that looks like but you know these are the ways that i think overthinking can actually help us because it it challenges whatever the status quo is and allows us to come up to a solution that is specific to our own journeys. But if we are constantly falling in line, I think the overthinking gets uh, more of a roadblock because <laughs> now you can't move forward because you have to conform to this other thing until you, in, in order to move forward. Mm. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. 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 What do you think, like, the solution is to all of it, <laughs> or is there a solution? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say there's no solution, but 
it's probably a a day-to-day practice of finding different things what when you mentioned <clears throat> possibly getting away from the platforms we use but there's there's nothing else someone that i follow um and, res- and really respect on ig recently said that they're going to move their content somewhere else they're going to still use ig for some things but to engage with their community they're moving it somewhere else because they've found that i that ig is not a great platform for the kind of engagement that they want to have with with their people so i think there's different there's different ways for me yeah i feel like everybody i I first want to say everybody has their own path plan and purpose so however people overthink they got to make it work for them and so i think there's a big place for people who overthink because they think about things some of us wouldn't normally think about and they give they give us Mm -hmm. a chance to to really see a whole picture for me the issue the problem is if you do that um at the expense of having your own authentic connection and and guide for yourself so for me it's usually not watching tv for a little bit because we we've been talking about social media and news but you know the shows we watch that's media as well commercials things like that and really taking time to to only watch the things that that are in alignment with my spirit or at least that's gonna make me feel good (laughs) you know like it can't just be watching it just to watch it you don't you don't give you don't give me nothing um or being careful about what i what i scroll how i scroll on on ig um who i follow things like that because i want to really be in tune with with my own guides so I feel like sometimes that's uncomfortable and especially for people who really think a lot because in order to just to cancel that out, it means you have to be willing to sit with whatever thoughts might run through your mind. And for a lot of people, I know that that's uncomfortable, um, but I feel like it's our one of the things we're tasked with when we come to this earth is to get to our truest voice, which means that at some point we got to cancel out all the other voices so that we know um that when we make when we make a move it's guided it's divine it's intentional and not influenced by things that mean us no good so how however people practice that i don't know um but i think it's important to step away from it if we can for a little bit <laughs> so if you don't want to I don't want to. <laughs> I think that's okay. That's okay too. And then as long as we know the effects of not stepping away, I got to give a quick shout out to, to Nat Ministry. Um, if you don't mm-hmm. follow Nat Ministry, if you aren't on IG, please follow Nat Ministry because so they take these, these breaks and sabbaticals. And so this last one, <clears throat> I think is going to be for two, two months, two months no um no social media no technology just taking a break to dream daydream journal nap rest and i feel like that that kind of a practice really gets us into the space of hearing from ourselves and hearing from our higher power so if you don't do that that's okay too i think it's just important to know that 
then what's happening is probably we're being exhausted by everybody else's thoughts, not really just our own. We're being, it's one thing to be exhausted by your own thoughts, but when you take everybody else's into account, what chance do we have in the world to actually um, make the things happen that we want to happen for ourselves? Yeah, dang. I was joking, but also, I mean, I'm the type of person I do. I enjoy like scrolling and seeing, you know, what's out there. I think also I'm because of the people that I follow, I kind of know the type of content I'm going to get. So every now and then you get the like things that mm, I don't know if it bothers me, but makes me think about myself in a certain way. But most things are like encouraging or something with music or the arts. But um, yeah, I think stepping away is really important. I mean, I've done it before and it's like, oh, this is so good. And then you go back and <laughs> you're like back into it. But there's something too, like in, in listening to what you just said, it's about the information or what's going into your body. So not just like, you know, obviously food and stuff goes into your body, but the information that you're receiving. So as you're scrolling, your body is, or your mind is just taking it all in and doing whatever it does with it. And you may not realize it until later, like, oh man, that affected me in a certain way. Or I thought about this later, like this post I saw and like, ooh, now I'm thinking about whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it is, it's very important to be aware of what's going into your mind and what, what you're feeding yourself because all those things contribute to, you know, overthinking, especially if you're naturally just an overthinker. I mean, there's a lot of things in my life that led me to be an overthinker. I don't think necessarily necessarily that we are naturally overthinkers. I think we are analytical people and, you know, you make the de- best decision. But as far as just overthinking, overthinking, I think that's very much out of uh, the life we live and have continued to live as a society. So. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm definitely going to take your advice on that. I have before, but then I'm just like, oh, what's what the shaving got going on? You know, <laughs> you go on there or, Yo, you know, so I'm trying to, to be up. better. But It's so easy to get caught up. Oh, I know. But you, you mentioned, like, you talked about food kind of briefly, and this isn't where you were going, but I just want to say I appreciate now um, that usually when we sit down to eat, we try to just sit down and eat. You know, we sit at the table, maybe have a conversation, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to what seems the easiest thing, which is grab your food, sit down. You know, what we're we gonna watch? Because, it, you know, it dawned on me one day, and this I, I haven't done any studies that show. <laughs> I don't know what the data <laughs> says, but I thought right. like, if we're eating and watching something. Like our bodies are so open to whatever food we're ingesting at the time. It's probably also eating at a at a more um, rapid rate the things that we're watching. So watching a movie, watching a show, and it, the, the show might be harmless, but if we're eating, physically eating, I just thought, what what does that probably do to our spirits and our minds as well? And we're probably eating all that all that stuff unintentionally. So when you say like this stuff goes into our bodies, I, I agree. I think it, it is like food. And what do we want to feed our bodies? Because whatever we feed, we already know it's going to come out in some way. Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you feel like, because you said that that 
you don't think people are born overthinkers. Do you feel like there's a moment when you had the option to go one way or another and because of the choices you made or the or the the life that was put onto you, it caused you to go in the way of overthinking? Yeah, well, I see it more as Hmm. I'm trying to think of the words because I I know probably why I'm an overthinker and around the time. So I'm trying to like figure out what happened. So I don't know if it's like a a choice per se, but maybe it was. But when, when someone is challenging your natural whatever, it puts something in a child that's like, okay, what am I going to do? So if someone says like, you are, you know, I've said this before in, in other things, but like, you know, you walk a certain way. That's not how boys walk. Okay. Then you're like, well, if I consider myself a boy and I'm walking, what do you mean? Like, I don't get it. And then it creates this thing in you where you're, you're kind of contemplating, well, do I fit into this other thing? How do I do that? How do I walk like other other boys or whatever? And then that becomes the uh, a lifestyle, and then everything attached to that thing now becomes an overthought because it's going against whatever the natural thing that you want to do is, and you're in a society where people aren't supporting your natural, you know. And I think it'll be different if you know you're validated in whatever the natural thing is. You know, but if you don't necessarily have that, then you can start to overthink. And then, you know, sometimes it may not work out. Like I try to do this thing and it's still considered something else. So let me try this other thing. And then you're like, well, let me just not talk to nobody. Let me just go in the room and I'll stay there. You know, and so I don't know if it's like, you know, this is the decision, but I guess the initial decision is, am I going to be myself or am I going to, be someone else that's yeah that's interesting because i think when i was a kid growing up i think we all have these these moments where it could be something as simple as let's say when i was like when i was a kid i used to flare my nose a particular way and it became a, a big habit for me and i was like something inside me said clay if you don't stop doing this with your nose you will be an older person still doing the same thing. So just stop. Right. Oh, and then it move on to something else, something other little tick that I developed and it'd be a habit. And then something would be like clay. Well, at that point I wouldn't call myself clay, but clay, if you don't stop this, you will be an older person doing this. Same thing with thinking. I I can remember being a kid and, and, and overthinking certain things and being like, all right, if you don't stop right now, you will get older and you will continue to think and think and think and think. So I used to just, I would get to a point where I'll be thinking and thinking and thinking. And then let, let's say I'm, I'm making a decision to do something. At some point, I'd just be like, nope, I'm just going to do it. And it became a practice for me over the years that I could see a way where I could have become an overthinker. But 
I, there was something inside of me that was like, but that for me, the way I was thinking, I'll say, I didn't want to be that when I got older. I wanted to be able to have a clear mind and, and not be influenced by a lot of voices and also move when I, when I felt it was time to move. So it was, I became impulsive, be like, okay, just stop it. And then over time, it became easy for me to be like, oh, here, I'm doing this thing that I don't really want want to do or if I don't stop it now I'm going to be an older version of myself still doing the same thing and I don't want this so let me stop that and that's not I'm saying this not to say overthinking is necessarily a bad thing but I think if it's over if it's thinking to the point where you're like I don't want to I don't want to be thinking about this anymore then I do feel like you know there's a moment in all of us maybe if we're an adult it's it's too late I don't know but I think there's a moment of transition when you're like I can go this way or that way. Which one am I going to do? So I, I appreciate you sharing your story because that makes sense. That makes sense to me too. And that's, that brings a whole other layer of, of overthinking, which, which really is overthinking for survival. Like how do you unteach that? You can't mm-hmm. unteach the person who had to overthink because their life was, may have been in danger. They may have been bullied. Yeah. There's no way to really tell that person that until they feel completely safe in their body, completely safe in their surroundings. And that's like a lifetime of work. So, you know, yeah, so I get it. Yeah, we definitely got to bring that up like in a later episode because it's, it's, it's true. Like unpacking where these things come from. Yeah. And, you know, you know, first of all, just thanks for, you know, having this conversation with me, uh, we didn't know exactly where it was going to go, but I'm, I'm glad that, you know, we were able to unpack some things for ourselves and, and explore, you know, how the media in general affects us and our own thoughts and just how they all like work together. And, um, but yeah, do you have any like final thoughts on the topic? I don't, I don't have any final thoughts. I just want to encourage you, me, and and everyone else who's listening to consistently find time to spend with ourselves and our guides um, so that we can have the thoughts that are ours and not yeah. someone else's thoughts. So that's my yeah. journey. And, and I wish that for everybody too. Yeah, that's a great final word. Hey. <laughs> hey. So now we're going to go into our um, listener questions. Now, obviously, we just started, so I got one <laughs> question for you. That's good. That's good. <laughs> it's a pretty good question, though. Okay. So the question is, um, what ended up being a blessing in disguise for you in 2020? Oh. I was like, how, what am I going to come up with? I got a good one. So in 2020, I was ready to move out of my, where I was staying at the beginning of the year in 2020. And mm-hmm. I applied for an apartment and um, I was kind of iffy about the apartment, but it was also a better space than what I was currently, what I was in at the time. And so I was approved and then everything kind of shut down. And all of a sudden the the apartment manager was saying nothing could go forward and I was like oh man so I waited for a while and then I contacted them again they said still nothing can go forward then we kind of got used to the pandemic and things I knew that people started moving forward with things they never contacted me they told me they would contact me when when everything was open again 
they never contacted yeah. me and so at that at that point i was like all right well should i hound them and then i just rested on it and i i didn't do anything and then i started looking for another place that first place falling through was one of the biggest blessings in disguise i think of 2020 because i was able to move into a place that was so where i needed to be for the kind of year that we had last year so yeah yeah blessing in disguise <laughs> 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 I yeah for me uh the biggest blessing in disguise um hmm, probably honestly starting therapy um you know i think for me when i started i actually started it in january of last year um and i was just doing like mental health check-in i don't know like i feel fine i just want to you know talk and get some things out and you know, I was actually at a, a point too, probably around May, because also I didn't know the like how long the pandemic would be or the quarantine part of it. So you know, around May, I was like, oh, I feel like I I'm I'm done with therapy. I'm I don't really need to talk about anything. And then something happened in May where I'm just like, okay, I gotta extend this. <laughs> so I ended up extending it like the whole year. But in that, like. You know, I really learned how to, like you said, sit with your own thoughts, but also process your own thoughts. And, you know, obviously I I realize I'm an overthinker, but in that it's like, okay, well, what are you going to do now? Like, you know, you're an overthinker. How are you going to process this? How are you going to take in information? How are you going to move forward? How are you going to move in general? And these are things I was able to figure out in me just talking, you know, so it really wasn't about the, the 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 therapy session. It's about having the space consistently to check in with myself and figure out like who I want to be and what's going on. So, you know, I didn't know about the pandemic when I first started, but you know, having that space over the, the last year was like a really big blessing for me. So, yeah, That's that was good. my answer. That's yeah, good. it was cool. <laughs> yeah, and I think you have such a I'm so glad you're doing this because I think you can offer people what being an overthinker the great things it can bring to your life. You know, like like you've said mm-hmm. sometimes it can be paralyzing, but I've watched you find ways to maneuver that and and really make it a gift as you navigate and try to make sure that you that you still do the things you want to do. So I'm going to be excited to just keep listening to see, you know, all the ways that you can help people who are navigating this overthinking life. <laughs> it's going to be, going to be a great ride and great journey. Yeah. I'm really, really excited. This is a very long time coming. I've been talking about a podcast for years, like for real for years. And I've done, you know, you do your little demo in and you like you, you play it and you're like, okay, yeah, and I'm gonna do it and then it doesn't happen and I was like, Well, it has to sound this way. I have to get this mic, I have to get, you know, this technology or whatever and you know, I was just like, just do it, it's fine. You know, so uh hopefully y'all y'all out there are feeling that as well. Like I know we I'm not the only one who goes through those types of things. So I'm really excited just to share 
you know, my experiences and the experiences of my guests. So, yeah, thank you for joining me, Thanks Clay. So much, Jasmine. Robuski. Yeah, um, yeah. So you know, tell us what what's going on in your world, what you got going on next, or where the people can find you if you want them to find you. Do not find me. <laughs> Now, nah, if y'all can find me, it's under um, on IG. I'm C underscore L A underscore Y, and then my last name, which is Barham B A R H A M. And yeah, and other than that, I'm. You can find me at home. <laughs> I was about to say you can find me in these streets, but I don't be in nobody's streets. So, <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Cool. Well, that's the end of the episode. So yes, remember to subscribe to The Great Overthinker on Spotify Podcast or Apple Podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram. Our handle is The Great Overthinker. If you have any questions that you would like us to potentially answer on the show, you can visit our website, thegreatoverthinker.com. Now, last session before we go, um, we're doing a team who before we go out. So Obviously, I know a lot about you, so yes. this is really hard because I'm like, well, I know what he's going to say. Brandy. So, <laughs> no. <Team> Brandy. <laughs> <that's not. laughs> no, oh. no. So, here we go. Okay. So, are you team the Beyonce Experience Tour or are you team the Formation no. World Tour? No, uh-uh. No. Yep, got you. One. No, because, okay, only if I can explain. If I can't explain. No. <sighs> You can explain. All right, all right. I just want to. I want to preface this with saying this is an extremely difficult decision to make. <laughs> if anybody's been to both, then you understand why. But, oof. All right, I'm gonna just say mm-hmm. formation. Hmm. Mm. Oh, I'll get your explanation when we get off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to everyone who oh, who, yeah. who um can't hear the explanation, but anyway. Look, we know it's all love. All right, well, it's Team Beyonce. Ah, Team Beyonce, <laughs> all the way. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Well, thank you for joining me again. Um, yeah. So that's all we have for today. Until next time. See y'all later. What up, y'all? It's me again. So if you want to hear Clay's explanation of why he chose the Formation World Tour over the Beyonce experience and today's Team Who, please visit our website, thegreatoverthinker.com, for an exclusive bonus clip where he shares all the details. I definitely needed answers, and he did a good job of explaining it. So please go tune in. And again, thank you for listening today. And until next time, bye. Bye.